Hey people, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm a sales coach and consultant who works with coaches, business owners, and people in the world of sales who want to become more comfortable and confident in selling in their own natural human way. If you're enjoying the podcast episodes and would like to access some great free resources linked to the podcast series through the monthly newsletter, which also includes podcast extracts and news on upcoming masterminds, live streams and events, then you can email me chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com. That's chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com and quote, let's do this. This episode of Not Another Sales Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Talent, a global coaching organization that trains aspiring coaches and innovative leaders. Their programs, The Trusted Coach and The Trusted Leader, are founded on the principles of mindfulness and developed in alignment with contemporary neuroscience, offering a globally recognized coaching qualification that is accredited by the Association for Coaching. Their online blended learning program has qualified hundreds of participants around the world, helping them to gain an edge in life and in business by increasing their emotional and social intelligence and their ability to connect with others. If you're interested in training with this incredible organization, which I would highly recommend, then you can visit their website and use my personalized URL code to gain 10% off any of their programs. www.mindfultalent.coach That's www.mindfultalent.coach and reference my code, not another sales. And now, on with the episode. On today's episode of the coaching series, we're going to be talking all about how do you build strong coaching relationships? One of the key factors to being an effective coach and enabling individuals to succeed through coaching is building a relationship with them. A relationship where they trust you, believe in what you're encouraging them to do and see it as a positive experience. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about what are some of the key things to focus on and develop to ensure you're able to build strong relationships with people when you're coaching them. So sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. Hello, it's Marty Vids here, host of the Marty Vids Show podcast where interesting people do remarkable things. I'm a business speaker, I'm a business coach and I love inspiring people to get the best out of themselves and live happier, meaningful lives as well as do their life's best work. That's my purpose so I'm looking forward to sharing some incredible tips with you today. One thing that's really important when you're coaching is developing relationships and strong relationships. And what I mean by that is we've got to get beyond the transaction with the person. We've got to get to know the person we're working with. And look, I will talk to them up front. I, I really want to get to know the person. I'll you know have a Skype call or have a face-to-face meeting because, again, I want to know that person, what motivates them, see if there's a good fit for both of us. And I will explain to them, I will say, you know, over the course of 18 months, um, you will you will perform at a whole new level because I'm going to enable you to go into another hemisphere of performance here. And, you know, coaching like anything, like any guidance in life, it's not a quick fix. And what you're able to achieve over a course of six months, a year and 18 months is extraordinary. And what you're looking for is a trend. You want to see a trend moving in the right direction of getting the results that the person wants. 
it's not about you as a coach. You've got to be there for that person. And I, I do see myself as almost being on the board of directors of that person. That's the depth of interest that I take in my clients because, again, this could be a 10 to 15-year relationship as an advisor and coach to that person. And again, you know, if businesses run for five years, it's very useful if you're there for that journey. But you also got to know when to call it quits as well because it might get to a stage and it should never happen if you're developing yourself. But there could be a stage where for some reason, whether it's philosophical or whether it's just purely business, that it will actually benefit to break the connection from either party's side. And that's okay as well. But in the whole, I would say the retention rate would be around 80% for me. And that's based upon really looking at things like being innovative, shifting people's perspective, asking the right questions, and being there for the long term, and being able to cater for them in different areas. So not only sales, um, it could be in regards to the structure of the business, it could be scalability, it could be around family. You know, you become really a trusted friend in that position, but you still have to be direct enough to be able to say, look, you've got to be accountable for these actions. If we're going to if we're going to achieve the success that you want to achieve, we have to be able to execute on the plan. So you've got to be all of that. And that actually becomes really interesting. And I think that um, for me, I've never had an issue with the retention side of things. I think once people get to know me and they know what I've done in the past in building businesses to a level that they haven't, I think the runs are on the board. So there's a natural intrigue. So I'm very fortunate from the sales side in that my demonstration of what I do in the world is its own marketing. And that's very helpful for me. I never go hungry on leads because of that. Um, the other thing that really helps is my ability to, I guess, explain to my clients that all my business is through word of mouth. So if you're benefiting and you have a friend that could, that could value from what I do, please let them know. But that becomes a trust thing down the track. Um, I don't obviously do that up front, but as I get to know people more and more, I'll definitely say that that's, you know, I'd be happy to help any friends and families that are in business as well. The other thing is results speak higher than any strategy. So it's you could have the best strategy in the world and if you're not in tune with your client and with the person you're coaching, then it might not work for them. So you have to have real flexibility in adjusting with what's going on, not only in the business but in that client's world as well. So that's something that I always see myself as you know, you don't make friends overnight, but friends are built on trust, common interests, and a sense of loyalty and support of each other. And that's very much how I see myself as a coach as well. So, but for some reason, and maybe it's the European background in me, but once I work with someone, it's generally for a longer term. And again, I think that's based on you know, just likability in both parties. And also there's a common vision of 
understanding what that person wants to achieve because in business it can be very isolating and lonely and not very often someone has someone to go to and just chat about life and chat about their business with it's all in their head so it's very beneficial to just actually even sit across from them and be able to listen to them and guide them in the right direction and a lot of the times you're asking questions to enable them to make obviously the decision to get the result you're just holding them accountable to that so it is a fine art it's a mystical art and um you know i wouldn't say i've got it 100 percent right but what I know is I'm learning very quickly and, again, I judge myself by the results I get. And as long as I'm getting the results that the client wants and we're doing it in a way that's significant and meaningful, then I know we're on the right track. So I hope that's been of assistance. Hello. So my name is Janine Mitchell. My company's called Change for Success. So I'm based in Manchester, and I work with people. Um, I work with people to help them with any mental health problems and well-being. And I really, really work with people to help them coach, um, coach them with their mindset, and help them. They come to me often struggling with, with as I say, issues around their well-being, their mental health, and I get them really to where they want to be. So um, that's that's me. That's Janine Mitchell. And today we're looking at coaching relationships. So we're looking at how to, yeah, how do we build strong coaching relationships? I think this is absolutely in in every arena of the coaching world in terms of what we do with clients, how we work with clients. For me, building a strong relationship is absolutely key. It's core. It's fundamental to coaching. Um, I can't stress this enough. We are all, I mean, we're all, we're all different in the way we are. We've all got different personalities. We've all got different learning styles. And I really think if you're looking for a coach to work with, if you're, um, thinking, you know what, I really like to work with a coach who, who's suitable for me, I really would suggest that you do your groundwork. Maybe look, um, look at what the people have said, look at testimonials, um, speak to someone personally who's worked with a coach. I think working with the right coach to suit you is absolutely crucial. Um, every coach is different. Why? Because we've all got different personalities, different styles. So that is the that is really, really imperative. It's hugely imperative if you're kind of searching for a coach right now and you're wondering who to work with. And look at, you know, look at... Um, what is it they work with specifically? Coaches are very different. You might have a business-focused coach or you might have a coach that works very much kind of on mindset or a coach that works with, you know, goes into businesses, leadership coaches, a coach working maybe more kind of personally. There are all different coaches out there. But the key factor is building a strong coaching relationship. Um, I think in terms of a relationship, the key thing for me is rapport. Um, rapport and second to that trust. I think the two are completely linked. When um, when we're working with, with with clients with individuals, it's really first of all, it's key to build that rapport, that trust. And I think to build up that strong trust within a relationship, it's really about getting to know that person, getting to know you know, getting to know them, what are their likes, what are their dislikes, and really getting to know them on a real kind of personal level, because you're going to be uncovering and working with some, you know, some parts of that client's life that, you know, that they might not even talk to anyone about before. Um, you know, they might actually work on things that 
that, that come out in the coaching sessions that they might not even thought about. So really, it's really about building that trust, that rapport, and it's really encouraging that client. That's the, that's, that's the, that's the next part. So you might have a client um, that comes to you, you know, that's really maybe lacking in confidence, lacking in unsure which way to turn. And maybe they've, you know, they're working in business or they've started a business and they're unsure. You know, it's I know working in business, you know, I'm there myself. Try, trying to start a business from scratch can be very, very difficult. So it's really, really helping that client to to be able to see the value in themselves and be able to see the value in their business and allowing them to see where they are now and in terms of where they could go to where they can go to how can they flourish how can they achieve their aims how can they achieve their goals and really be passionate with them about allowing them to see that they can really get to where they want to be and and allowing them to see you know what if we look at if we look outwardly who else has done this you know and where have people started from people have got to start somewhere so it's really about building those strong relationships and really about um, you know, encouraging people to see where they are and see how they can get to where they want to be. Um, I think it's also about once you've built that relationship and that rapport with that client, uh, allowing them and you know allowing them to understand to see it's okay to fail. <laughs> you know, it's okay to make mistakes. We all make mistakes, and I think failure is key to success. If you look at all the big key players out there all the successful people who've built very, very strong businesses, they've all failed, not just once, but several times at some point. I think um, Jack Canfield, when he when he went out to publisher, he, he wrote he wrote the book um, Chicken Soup for the Soul. He went to the first publisher and they rejected him. He went to the second publisher and they rejected him. 82 times later, 82 times he was accepted by a publisher and he, and he went on to achieve um, you know, worldwide success. This book was was sold in multi- multitude of languages all around the world. Um, you know, multi million copies sold. If he'd have given up on on on, um, you know, go two or three or even ten, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have gone on to publish that book. So it really is about encouraging the client, building relationships, building that rapport, and understanding it's okay to fail. You know, that's where we learn and that's where we grow. Hi there. My name is Chelsea Haynes, and I'm excited to spend some time with you today talking about the techniques that I use and recommend in order to build strong coaching relationships. A little introduction, I'm a certified health and life coach. I'm passionate about and I specialize in shifting mindsets from a place of scarcity to operating from a place of abundance. We accomplish this together by utilizing functional nutrition. The way we do one thing is the way we do anything. So by bringing it back to the basics of health, we can create real and lasting habit change. So one of the key factors that I keep at the top of my list when looking to develop and ensure strong relationships with not only my clients, but really anyone in my life, is to focus on genuine connection. In a society that praises productivity and idolizes burnout, it can be hard to not get caught up in the grind of our careers. But let me ask you, How many real, lasting relationships have you created when you first met with an agenda to gain something? I can personally say that that has never worked for me. The second factor that is so important is to build rapport. No symbiotic relationship can be made if two people don't trust each other. One of the quickest ways to build trust is by actively listening to your new friend and potential client. 
Actively listening involves your full and undivided attention, and it means that you listen without an agenda to respond. Take this person seriously. Their pains are real, and they have reached out to you for help. Hear their tone and meet them where they're at. There are also two really important factors to avoid when you're trying to build a strong coaching relationship with a client. Number one, don't try to fix your client. Your new client is completely capable. You are there to hold them accountable to this capability and remind them of their power when they have lost sight of it. Your client is not broken, and though you may have good intentions to help them, do not let their emotions make you feel uncomfortable. And if that is happening, you might have some self-work that you should seek help to navigate through. Learn to hold space for and empower your client to solve their own dilemmas. And number two, by all means, please avoid the hard sell. Your mission is to help people. And this circles back to the first key factor of focusing on genuine connection. Enter each new interaction with the intention of getting to know this human being that you're speaking to. And stay clear on your heart's mission to better the lives of those around you. We have all that we need. We simply need to let go of that which is no longer serving us. So focus on genuine connection, build rapport, and avoid trying to fix your clients and definitely avoid the hard sells in order to build strong coaching relationships. Hi everyone, Janine Capaldi here. Um, And we're going to um, continue exploring approaches to uh, coaching and building that coaching relationship. Um, If you don't know me already, um, I've been coaching for 10 years and I now use that coaching, working with clients, um, working in the um, in the training room, (laughs) switching from coaching to training um, and in my consultancy um, practice um, where I work with um, people who want to grow their business, um, most specifically using uh, LinkedIn to build relationships and um, and, and, and uh, generate leads and, and sales for their business. So you can see that, you know, in the work that I do, there's, there's quite a crossover with, um, you know, putting on a coaching hat, a consultancy hat, a, a teaching hat. Um, and it's important to know where the, uh, where the boundaries are. Um, and I think knowing where, you know, knowing where the, where the boundaries are is one of the ways that in which you can really start to develop strong coaching relationships. I mean, um, at the heart of a strong coaching relationship is trust. Um, there's trust built in knowing that the person that is coaching you is invested in your um, in your success, in your development. That doesn't mean that they're going to be responsible for your de- your success and development. That's down to the individual. But um, knowing that that person is um, championing you and is invested in in um, in what you're setting out to achieve um, can really go a long way in in building um, that successful, strong, trusting relationship. Um, I think some of um, some of what what can really build that relationship as well is, I guess it kind of borders on 
contractual. Um, and it's really about setting expectations, setting expectations with each other for what to expect and, and, and what to get out of, of this, this time of coaching. And so what I mean by that is, um, you know, in order to, in order to really get, um, get a really good result out of coaching, we often need to, we often need to challenge someone. They need to feel challenged. There's no, um, there's no, um, real development in just sitting in what's, uh, comfortable or safe. Um, you know, this is about, this is about stepping out of that area into an area that feels uncomfortable, um, and, and can, can feel scary. And that, individual needs to be held you know I guess metaphorically held (laughs) not really held (laughs) um they need to be they need they need to feel supported and and held and championed to be able to do and encouraged to to step out of this but in order to challenge somebody we need to understand more about that person so asking questions like you know what is challenge for you what what is challenging for you um what could I do to upset you you know how what might I do that I'm unaware of that could offend you okay and and if I if I do do that will you you know will you tell me how will I know how will I know if um you know what I've said has you know has been difficult for you you know contracting for those kind of things at the beginning means that that person knows that even though you're going to challenge them um and that you could ask them some quite difficult questions for them in their journey that actually you're doing it entirely with best intentions to support them and that if something were to break down along the way, you can have that real transparent, open discussion about, you know, about what's behind that. Now, that is what builds trust. There's not going to be a surprise there. You've already contracted to be able to discuss that if and when it comes up. Um, and I guess my final point on on this would be, um, you know, like like rapport is built over time. And we often get a very good sense of uh, people quite early on. Um, And that gets, you know, that gets um, that gets deeper over time, the longer we spend with somebody. So really working on that rapport with somebody, paying attention to, you know, paying attention to their behaviours, really listening to the, you know, to the nuances of what they're saying and reflecting those back, that real active listening, listening, that, you know, that deep observation. Um, That is what builds rapport and that is what builds trust. Building trust as a coach, with a client, for me, I think one of the things to really focus on is relatability. It's not enough to just have experience in, you know, an area where someone's having a challenge or looking for a breakthrough. I think trust is really built through relatability. And so that's why some coaches, you know, every coach isn't meant for every person or every approach to coaching doesn't work for everyone because I think relatability separates a lot of that and really goes a long way to building trust. 
Hey people, thanks for listening to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts, you can find me on Instagram, not another sales guy, underscore in each of those words. You can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing not another sales podcast. And also, if you want to connect to me on LinkedIn, I go by the name of Chris Hatfield. So thanks again and stay tuned for another episode.